Direct from the After Hours Lounge in the back room of the best garage east to just west of this very location, it's the Cigar Hacks. Better known as a bunch of hacks, talking cigars, etc. All right, our panel of hacks for this is Stormin' on Reverend Hobby. Hallelujah! 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 Well, good evening, everybody. Uh, we're going to have a good, pretty good show tonight. I uh, hope everybody had a good year. Uh, just remember, uh, tw- uh, 2021, half some fun. Uh, we have a lot of things going on tonight. And we got a good herf here. Looks good. Uh, just uh, get you a good, comfortable seat. Get you an adult drink or a Coca-Cola or ginger ale or a Mountain Dew. Sit back and uh, we'll try to entertain you tonight. This looks like a, a Harvey stick. It's kind of fat. Real, size, I think. Real thick and yeah. juicy. All right, and we got Nurse Rick. This town needs an enema. <laughs> Ernie, come out and play. <laughs> enema boy is at domicile. Okay, and, uh, number three slot. It's the Caballero. Oh, the Caballero. We have a good show tonight. Dun, 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 dun. We gotta find it. There you go. Caballero. Yeah. I haven't used you back on the show. Yeah, we haven't seen Gil in a long time. I know, yeah. Gilly. Back. We got to get your talk tonight. Yeah, I will. Okay. Good. Yeah, good, good, back good, on good. The show. You can tell us right. a little bit about what you're doing. Yeah, so. that's right. We're going to interview Gil. All right. Mustang, uh, formerly known. <laughs> <laughs> He's the Mustang salesman. Mike. <laughs> it's the door to door door salesman himself. Just want to say, while some of you are listening to this show, I'll be celebrating my 25th on the 13th. Um, and also, the reason I pointed out that you guys keep me out so late and it's your fault is it's called projection. What I do is I accuse you huh. of doing the things that I do. I learned this That's from right. some people in government. <laughs> That's how it works. So remember the word projection. Projection. Yeah, heard of that. We're going to hear that later. All right. Dominator. 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 Welcome back, folks. 2021. 2021. This is the second episode in 2021. <laughs> yeah. The fir- sec- first one we were recording in 2021. Okay. So, where are we, Ricky? We are. Hey, at- we forgot to introduce you, Dave. I know. We'll get to that. Okay. Well, thank you. <laughs> we are. Well, he forgot to say, Ricky, where are we? <laughs> no, I left it to the end. <laughs> we are at Tommy's Domicile. Welcome. Okay. Welcome all, right. all of you. This is your humble announcer producer, Sagai Hack D. To the man! The man! The legend! Legend! Uh, segments include Hidden Earth, Blind Cigar Review. Like I said, we got a nice fatty here. That should sound familiar. It's not too fat, though. Well, it's, it's, it's a little fatter than I usually go for, but uh, we got the current events in the sky world. We got a few things for already to check through here. It's not much because it's just, yeah. you know, the holidays just ended and. Yeah. And the vaccine's just coming out. So. Don't be calling me a fatty either anymore. I take fatty. No, I'm not talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> talking about your cigar. <laughs> All right, then we get the uh, local spotlight cigar him. lounge review. We went to a new place this week. 
you get to go check that out. It's beautiful. And uh, then we get the, uh, uh, what's it called now? It's the Controversy the, Corner. Yes, whatever the latest controversy is. Okay, where we expose the ugly underbelly of possible truth, along with a hidden earth reveal. Hidden earth recap. Find us all over the internet, usual places. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, our website, scotthacks.com. And OnlyFans. Only the families. <laughs> have, we, have we been banned from Twitter yet? No. Are we on no. Twitter? <laughs> We're on Twitter. We have a Twitter account. We never post anything on there. Uh, you know, I know somebody who could probably use our account now that... Yeah, there's you know, a lot of people. Yeah. It's just the way. Yeah. It is the way. Yeah, it's just happening. All right. So, let's get into the cigar here since we want to We want to start smoking here because mm. we're all sit, chomping at the bit to get this thing going. All right. Who wants to describe this baby? Well, I'm liking mm. the cold drawer. I've been cold drawing cigars every day, and this one would be an ultimate. Mm-hmm. Better than the Andalusian Bull from last week? You know, it's bigger It's bigger than a Robusto. Yeah, it's fat. It's like and it's a 5 by 56. I'll it's not longer than a Robusto. It isn't longer than a Robusto. It's kind of veiny. It's very dark. It's you firm. Know, it's, you a, know, it's a San Andreas wrapper, too. It <laughs> reminds it? me of, like, the old St. Louis Rays. It, this ain't a St. Louis Rays, no, is it? Is it? No, no, no. But that's what it reminds it, me it of. It seems no. very avo. It it's does seem avo-esque. a little uh, it's yeah, a, it's got an avoesque look to it. I was going to say here. I'll give you some hints here because you're never going to get this. It's from Nicaragua. Let's see. Mexican San Andreas wrapper, Ecuador Sumatra binder, and Dominican and Nicaragua fillers. Ernie classic? The Ernie classic. Oh, yeah. Maybe Ernie it is. Ernie and Solomon. Uh, Ernie and Solomon. Ernie. Ernie Habanero. Ernie and Maki. Ernie and Maki. The Montezuma Ernie. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, what a nice, easy draw on this thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a very firm, not super hard, but it's firm. It I'm is firm. firm. Well, it's, it's hard. It's got a nice cold draw to it. It right. gives a little bit. You, know, you, you hit the yeah. foot here and it moves. Some of them, the hard ones, yep. don't move at all. This you know, I'm moves. not tasting pepper on it. I, don't, I need to smoke a cigar and I'm looking forward to it, but I'm cold drawing this and I'm enjoying it so much I'm like not rushing. <laughs> well, that's the whole idea of a cigar. Just uh, so I'm in foreplay. Just take it easy and enjoy it. Take it. What do you say, there, Gilly? Cold draw this thing. Yeah, I'm not really getting much notes out of it, but it's the wrapper is really nice looking. It's real smooth. It's well packed, firm. Yeah, I'm getting like a licorice. Yeah, yeah a little bit. Right. Looks kind of like these bones. It, it so, reminds me of an Avanti. Back her up. <laughs> Not quite. No. <laughs> no. You know the one thing I found? You smoke an Avanti, it doesn't matter what you smoke after. It's a, It'll taste like, like it. Licorice, yeah. It's like, and it's a... What's an Avanti? Huh? It's one of those flavored... It's uh, a looks like a stick. Oh. It's the like Kentucky fire cured kind of... Oh, okay. Fire cured. But yeah, it's, it's like anisette. Like it looks like a wicked twig. licorice. You got a good draw to it. It does. Mm. You know, like the Toscanos, how they look. Yeah, it looks rustic, like it looks like that even more rustic. It looks yeah. like you took a branch off a tree oh. and lit it. Very toothy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's Seen. it's not tapered. It's, it's yeah. just uh, straight. That With six of us here, like, the like a strong, heavy smoke. Imagine trying to smoke two cigars with this one right now. <laughs> yeah, this one's strong. Yeah, there's a lot to it. Uh, what was your question there, Bill? You know the Henry Clay cigars? No, Henry Clay. Yeah, yep. they're very like rustic and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is very rust. This one actually looks like a twig. Oh, so it's really rust. It's not exactly the Avanti is not exactly straight. It's very Dave. Dave, this isn't a Padron, is it? No, it's not a Padron. Thinking the nineteen twenty six ish. It's it's strong. No, no it's um, 
you're not going to get this. You never, you don't smoke these, so I think so. I did get it at a local shop, so they're available. Not bad. Tastes like something I've had before, but I can't put my mind to it. it it's not an Ernie and Solomon. No, it's not an okay. Ernie and Solomon. It's a, it might be an Ernie and Maki. <laughs> Ernie and Maki. Can I do a special shout out? Go right ahead. Okay, so I want to do. Now I'm I'm being very serious. I want to do a very serious special shout out to our own Captain Ernie Morgan and his Hangover Blues Band. Uh, Ernie, you know, and everybody on our show knows who Ernie is of Ernie and Bert fame or Bert and Ernie fame. You know, we love you, and although we didn't mention you on the Hackies, you sir are always in our hearts, as well as Cashier Boy from the Playboy Mansion, Bertie, with. 100% love. You can wear my hoodie anytime you want. What? <laughs> Where is this going? <laughs> On their show, they talked about... Um, that would explain it. They talked about uh, their friend... Um, I don't know. What's her name? Ange? Ange? Minge? Ange? Andrea? Uh, Andrea. Andrea? <laughs> yeah. And uh, Bert lent her a hoodie, and somebody said, oh, you're dating, uh, you know... When a girl starts wearing your hoodie, so I said, Ernie, you can wear our hoodie. But you're not going to let him wear the hoodie I gave you because it can't be around smoke. That's right. Can't be around smoke. But it can be around rum. And Ernie certainly knows what rum is. You know, those two drinks just killed him. Hey, Ernie. You know, that reminds me of the Seinfeld episode when they said, it's Saturday night and understood date. said, yeah. Does she have tampons underneath your bathroom? Says, yeah, you got yourself a girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. So, Ernie, bring your tampons, baby. <laughs> you can put them under Ricky's sink. <laughs> can leave them here for Hackapalooza. You guys are bad. Hackapalooza. You guys are bad. Better get them. Go out and get you some Maxi Pearls. Maxi Pearls, Ernie. <laughs> Bless your heart. Bless your heart. <laughs> okay. We'll bring some condoms for you guys because when you it's New Hampshire, you're going to be screwed. Yeah. <laughs> Bert, Bert, not for me. Bertie's going to have to hide his lighters and uh, hoping TSA doesn't take him. And uh, Ernie will have to just put those maxi pearls somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. All right. So Storm somewhere. You, count, you called him Captain Morgan there. Yeah, Captain Morgan. This is a perfect segue into what I need to talk about here. Okay. So we're having the uh, podcast juice tonight is not the hammer and sickle vodka although the hammer and sickle vodka bottle is on the table right yes here. it is a full bottle it's on the right table here. big bastard Lita. Right there. there's a bottle on the bar over it's here it's a 175 on the table and a 175 on the bar we got plenty of and I think it was vodka. a 175 en- empty that you were going to make into a yeah, light I, got that I love on the back it says Lowell Mass it does mm-hmm. it does Lowell Mass imported Imported Lowell Mass. And you know where this was purchased? In Mm -hmm. Amesbury, Mass. Mm. But my segue from the rum is I went to the bar to go get something. I was going to have a bourbon or tequila or something. And I ran across this bottle over here. And what is it? And it says... Oh, the the Kraken. It's the Kraken Spiced Rum. So I'm drinking the Kraken Spiced Rum. It's time to release the Kraken. Spiced Rum. You know who's releasing the Kraken? You know, that was uh, Sidney Powell. Yeah. Yeah, so Sydney. I thought it was mm. pretty appropriate to uh, yeah. apropos to drink the Kraken. What's it taste like? I, it's it's actually pretty good. It's pretty good. Spice mm. rum. Yeah. You know, nice. I keep wondering whether Raul is part of the Kraken. I wonder. I've Have had that be. for a few years. You know what? We're going to have to refill the bar the before Hackapalooza. Yep. Mm. We're yeah, going to have to make a little run. Plus, we got to fill the limo. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about that. We'll get so. that done. 
It'll be on our to-do list. I wonder right. if Muffy will drink the way he usually drinks now that he's bringing his wife. His and, 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 yeah. and you know what? I just want to say, Muffy, that was classic, the way you got down on a knee. Oh, yeah, I saw and that. And you proposed. I actually had tears in my eyes. It was beautiful. Yeah, it was really smoky in here. <laughs> it had the pepper. It had the pepper. The pepper. And yes, real fast, just a quick shout-out, Bertie. I've been trying to call you for months, dude. What the hell is up with your phone, dude? We can't he, get hold of you. Does he do like mine? On my uh, my personal phone, I have no voicemail. And someone says, why don't you have a voicemail? I said, because a lot of people have my personal number that I never want to hear their voice again in my life. <laughs> so, so what I do is when they call, if they text me, it's one thing, I'll get the message. But if they call me, I don't want them to leave the message because so, I don't want to have to listen to their voice. Quick, quick yeah. trivia question. There's only been one true hack that has won hackies. That's not a trivia question. The, the rev, it, it's the reverend. Yeah, you go the, on on another right. show. The uh, I mean the uh, the uh, retro <laughs> hail. <laughs> what do <did> you <he> say? <laughs> he said they retroed. The retroed. Uh, the, uh, the retro hail. Uh, you know they mentioned that Jojo Mo was a hack that uh, got the uh, the hack famous the, hacky the award. Which, the hack, yeah. He got the hacky, and yeah, Reverend Harvey's the only other hacky. Uh, oh, I appreciate that. Nice. You know, it reminds me of the joke. I don't know if it'll fly, but you know the difference between like and love. What's that? Spit and swallow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, sorry, man, sorry man, to the second. women. <laughs> Hang on a second. Yeah, we need to go get the. Uh, we just okay. lost a few listeners on that remark. <laughs> Hang on, we need yeah. this. Hey, Here my old go. jokes keep coming to me. What am I going to do? I have to share them. <laughs> <laughs> the caballero hey. oh, knows you a lot about uh, like and love. Yeah. Don't. yeah. I said, don't. Hey, as I like to say, don't be like that when I'm like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what I was going to say, your phone, right? I called you today, and I called the wrong number because I one. got the voicemail is not set up thing. Yeah. I said, oh, that's the wrong one. <laughs> so I called the right one. Right. See, so <laughs> my business phone, all my friends now have my business phone. And all my unfriends, and what do they call them? All the people I defriended, yeah. I never give my business phone to. So they still try to call me, and they want to reach me, or they then they, then they text me these long tirades, wondering why I don't call them back. Yeah. So you got to set up your voicemail, so it's like, nope. for the other one, it's like, hi, this is Mike T. If you reach this number, f*** you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to get a new plate on my car, and I'm going to put it on my voicemail. You've reached Mike T. No doors for you. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> no, I want to get no doors for you. No, yeah, doors. no door for you. No door for you. That's what I should have got. Yeah. Right? Wouldn't that be a good plate? No, no, door, no, for no door for you. No door. no door for you. Okay. No door for you. And if I pull out, that way, if I if they don't buy, I'll say, read my plate. Oh, you're not buying for me? Okay, read my plate. Guys, okay. Anyway, this is strong. Back. It is a strong cigar. Yeah, it's it's, strong, it's, yeah. It, you know, I feel this, uh, like, on the back of my uh, tongue. I'm like. I didn't think it was too strong. It, I do. It's nice and smooth. Uh, quiet in my Yeah, but you yeah. smoke strong cigars. Oh, yeah, yeah. You do. I mean, the, you're the only person. The clue I know. here, yeah, is a couple of weeks ago we smoked two cigars. Yeah, yeah. we did the head-to-head thing. Yeah, and one of them was uh, Nish Patel, and yeah. the other was the, uh, the was was the heart. Uh, the wait, wait, J J D Harding Howard Howard from Crown Jesse Heads? James Crownheads. This is from Crownheads. This is from Crownheads. Yes. Now, which one? 
Really? This isn't the... Really? This is a crown head, huh? It is. It is. It's kind of in that line. Re- really? Kind of. Kind of, sort of. A couple weeks ago, oh, when I, I was sitting this. here. You were telling me about this. I this found that when I was looking for that. And oh, I, Silver and, Shield. And it's it just... 2016. Yes. Wow. Can I say what I think it is yet, or we got to wait? Yeah, go ahead. Juarez. Yes. A what? Juarez. Juarez. Ding, yes. ding, 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 ding. We What's have a winner. Juarez? The way I never out. had this. We so, have a winner. We have a winner. What is that? Gil knows what it is. I don't, I, I don't, I've never smoked it. Well, take is that is that the, the manufacturer? No, uh, Crown Heads makes it, and it's called Juarez. The Juarez, there's a yeah, it there's, comes in four sizes. It's like Juarez, Mexico. Yes, yeah. Juarez, yeah, mm-hmm. yes, it's Juarez. And so there's uh, makes sense if it's San Andreas. I have three sizes here. We got the we Juarez. have the Jack Brown. Yeah, that's the um the vaccine. That's the vaccination. Uh-huh. That, that was the that was printed four or five years ago. They, they've already speculated that that was the plan. It's not... The virus doesn't kill you. I'm the virus scares you. The, va- the vaccine is what kills you. It kills you over two to three years. So it won't kill you tomorrow. That's good. So if you take it, be aware. All right. Anyway, we'll get into that in another, in yeah. another segment. Yeah, that's part this of a different... The, this con- is the... Con- controversy. Crown Heads Juarez, Jack Brown, 5x56. The Willie Lee is a 6x54. And the OBS, which I don't know what that stands for, is a 5x52. Yeah, but the shots one too, right? The little one? I don't see that here. Oh, okay. But, uh, whatever. Anyway, this site doesn't have What's it say for strength? It's oh, uh, strength full. Full. That's yeah. what I thought. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I'm i not going to retrohale and it because strong. it's, it's yeah. making the back of my tongue tingle, which strong cigars do. I'm not retrohaling this. Back of your tongue tingle, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you like it or love it? I don't. I, neither. I don't want to say it, but I have something that will make the back of your tongue tingle. <laughs> no, not for me, fellas. Well, right. anything good on that cracking bottle? Last time, the back I'm, of my I'm tongue tingle. I'm seeking information. Okay, good. So while you're reading the liquor bottle, let's go back to last week where we were talking about the New Hampshire Liquor Commission and cigar bar licenses. I brought the, what is this thing, the regulations here, the law? I think it's a regulation from the state of New Hampshire. Yeah. Oh, okay. Chapter 178, liquor license and fees. So yeah. section 178-20-A. Uh-huh. There's a couple of things in here I want to want to talk about. The licensee shall serve beverages containing at least half a percent and not more than 6% alcohol by volume. That's talking about beer, okay? And that can be served by the glass or other suitable container and by the bottle with the cork or cap removed, specialty beer in a suitable container. Okay, so they're talking about beer there. You can serve it in the bottle. Mm-hmm. Liquor containing more than 6% by volume, you can serve it by the glass or other suitable container, semicolon, and wines... Comma, by the glass, comma, by the bottle with the cork or cap removed or other suitable container under rules adopted by the commission. So what that says is you can have sell a bottle of wine with the top off for the more than 6% because wine is the 12% kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But what that tells me is you can't get like a bottle of hammer, vodka, rum, whatnot, and sell a bottle, do the t- bottle service on a table. Oh, like the nightclubs. Yeah. I think that's Why, what they that sell means. whole bottles? 
at the nightclub, yeah. Yeah, yeah. some places do yeah. that. You, you buy the bottle. You, and the table buys the bottle, and yeah. then they pour their own, and, oh. and uh, you know, they get the mixes. And, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. so they, you can't control it when so that you happens. Bring I think setup. in Mass, they have a law that you buy the bottle, but you can't touch the bottle. The waitress has to come and <laughs> serve to, it right. to you. Yes. It's your bottle, but you all can't serve it. All the coins are right. all the same. That's, that's what basically what this Lise is saying. Mm. Oh, okay. It took me a long time to figure it out. After you know reading, it, it's like why is it worded like this? But I think that's what it is. So you can't you can't get a liquor bottle or you know like vodka or rum or whatnot, and just have it at the table and just pour yeah. your own. You oh. just have to keep buying the drinks twice as much yeah. as you. Mm-hmm. My buddy Jimmy always walked into bars and said, "You sell whiskey by the bottle." Ah, uh, no, 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 okay, just give me a bitters and soda, right? And after about three bitters and soda, he'd be getting shut off and thrown out for drinking too much. It's like me having two root beers and a yeah. ginger ale, yeah. similar. Yeah. <laughs> same problem. He drank the water at the same town as me. Yeah, right. Yeah, him and I, he has more of a problem than I do. You guys think I have a situation? I got to bring yeah. the scalp of Jimmy on the show one of these days. So, question. That'll be good. Yeah, go ahead. So, it has to be 60% cigars and then the other percentage at the bar, right? Yeah. But my whole thing is, how do you control and that? Because you're not telling people what to buy. People are coming into your shop. Right. Like, like uh, for example, someone might go to twins that doesn't smoke but they like the atmosphere and they go yeah. have some drinks well twins doesn't have a problem because they sell so much out of their humidor downstairs oh, okay. it's not a problem they sell boxes galore so they don't have yeah. an issue okay and so having so the whole idea behind this 60 40 thing is so that you just don't have a bar and have a you know little tiny humidor with three cigars in it and say oh, i'm a cigar bar oh and you sell right. like three right. brands right yeah right you have to be primarily a cigar to be predominantly yeah. a, cigar a cigar lounge situation and, that's and like you an can sell bonus and you can sell liquor you know as a compliment to oh. that not the other way around but you push more of the cigar stuff cutters right. cigars lighters yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah and that's another thing i want to talk about the way this is worded so for order to fall under this license 60 percent or more of the quarterly gross revenue from the sale of cigar related products which is limited to the wording here is important it's limited mm. to cigars humidor cigar cutters cases lighters and ashtrays so that's the list of so accessories things. count accessories count cigar related okay and then it goes on revenue from kino mail order internet sales as well as revenue generated from other tobacco sales including and so this is not an all inclusive list but this is the for example list cigarettes loose tobacco sales which is like pipe tobacco that doesn't count should not be used to determine whether you satisfy the, the 60-40 split. Here's a unique part. Yeah. Legal guardian or adult spouse. So if you're 21 and you marry a 19-year-old. They can go in. You can bring him in. Absolutely. If you married a 16-year-old, mm-hmm. you can bring her in. <laughs> marry yes. a 14-year-old. Yeah. You, can you ain't coming in. <laughs> you so you can because when this was written. See, yeah. Uh, well, it says does not allow any person under the age of 21 on the premises unless Less. accompanied. Okay. Parent, legal guardian, or adult spouse. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, this was probably written back when the the smoking age was under 21. Now it's 21, so it doesn't right. matter. No, you can still You drink. can go in, but you, you can't Back drink. then, I mean, they probably wrote it. You can't drink, and you can't smoke. But, if you you're on the, but you can go in there. You can get a soda or whatnot. Right. You can have soft drinks. So you can and hang out. Hang out with your wife or husband. Yeah, absolutely. Not a problem. 20 and I, it's pretty cool. Yeah, but that was probably put in 
I think these are all new laws, most of them. This one? Um, well, this was started from 2009, so if you look at the source at the bottom there, 2009 was the beginning of this one here. <laughs> so that's all interesting stuff. Yeah. So you're talking about the clubs, right? Like the, yeah. A lot of these new places are these like hookah kind of joints. Yeah. And in order to satisfy this, in order to have a bar in there, they have to do 60% cigar business. Right. And so it's a tough road to hoe. But then there's also uh, businesses, for example, um, the place in Methuen, they started out as a that's cigar in, lounge. But that's in Massachusetts. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah they right. different New Hampshire. They yeah. took out the cigars after a while, and it was just hookah. Right. You but they can do that. that. They can do that. And, not, and, and, and now they're the local uh, right across the street is where the police sit because of all the trouble there. Oh, yeah, all the fights. And there's there's lots of problems there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So it's very it's different state, different rules. So this is yeah. New Hampshire. So this is you know like Twins and yeah, uh, Castro's and Bedford and Manchester and whatnot. They have yeah. a small bar in these places yeah. relative to the cigar sales. Bedford has a bar. Yeah, Bedford has a little bar. Yeah. yeah? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. Nashua. It's about the size of the one in Manchester. You've yeah. been to Manchester? Yeah, yeah I've never been to Bedford. Yeah, Ely and Nash- Nashua is going to put in a bar. They are. Yeah, he's working on it. He's got the back room there. He's going to reconstruct and he's going to put a bar in. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah, so even if it seats four, five, six people, it'll just be enough to... Yeah, yeah. yeah we're going to talk about just... Eli's in local spotlight. We'll okay. go in, into that, but they have a service bar right now. They don't have, a like, a bar bar. But, yeah. yeah. Last week, we were talking about the four new places that are, you know, kind of hookah joints. Yeah. And uh, you're familiar with the Utopia? I've, well, last I've heard of it. Yeah. And then you got the uh, former Cloud Palace. It's going to be Cloud Lounge. It should be opening up soon. And the former Carlo Rose is now Smoke and Flame, another hookah slash cigar bar. Where is that? Pelham. I'm Pelham. 38. I was okay. there today. I, I went by. I didn't. Which part is it? It's right down. by the state line. Or it is in that part. So way down at the bottom there. Yeah. yeah. I didn't go that far today. Yeah. And of course, Eli's. But Eli has been in this business for a while. He knows the score. And so he built yeah. a big humidor, big walk in, and he's. Yeah. Doing more cigars. So, Cloud Palace is going to reopen? It's going to be Cloud Lounge. New owners. Oh, okay. But is it going to be hookah or cigars and yes, hookah? Yes, it's a cigar and hookah place. I went to Pelham. Oh, okay. As is Utopia and uh, Smoke and Flame. Oh, right? okay. Right? And so, these guys need to understand what they're doing to make this work. I think yeah. you get a lot of the hookah crowd and uh, they don't buy cigars. They're not cigar people. Yeah, they're not cigar people. Right? But they're buying off the bar and it's like... Yeah. Generating income. Yeah, right. So we're trying to figure out the fig. Tell me the rules of the game. Now figure out how to win the game. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna yeah. work the game. Yeah. If you look on number D here, okay, does not allow cigarette smoking. You can't smoke number cigarettes. Number D. Which number D? That? D. You what, can't smoke that, cigarettes. Is that let us not allow cigarette smoking? Cigarettes. Or four? the service of food on the premises. And I noticed. When I was Googling all of this stuff, there's some legislature in the works to change the word service to sale. So it'll say, does not allow the sale of food on the premises. That way you can have bar snacks so and stuff. Monday, I showed up with a box of 12 quarters of Moe's subs at the bar. Yeah. Oh, right, right, And right. I fed everybody oh, yeah, at the bar. Yeah, yeah. And then I left them with the bartender because mm-hmm. that's what my new friend. Yeah. So, yeah, in the cigar bars, you can bring your own food in. Yeah. That's not a problem. But I brought it in for everyone else. It's so I brought in food and went around and said, hey, you want hunger? That's cool. It was good. Nice. Yeah. So They let me stay. <laughs> Usually, what I was worried is if I went in there alone that they kicked me out. 
Yeah. Why would well, they do that? So what they want to, that's all I have to say. Just they're they're looking to change that so that they can have bar snacks because it's like why not? You know? Right. Yeah, really. Yeah, serve serve something salty so uh, people buy more, more cigars. Right. Cigars. Right. So salty cigars. Well, what right? the ABC wants is they say, we don't want to see, see you eat food. We, they want to see you drink more drinks. Mm-hmm. I'm having a liquid lunch. Yeah. yeah. There you Works go. good for them. That's mm-hmm. what they're causing. All right. right. So anyway, we were talking about this last week, and I didn't have the regulation with me, so I just wanted to bring it back out today. So that is all I want to say about that, unless you have any more questions. No, do we do? Did we talk about Maki on our show? Does Maki smoke hookah? I don't know. Uh, Maki. Actually, when we were at the Cloud Palace two years ago, yeah, with Maki Ernie, yeah, did he try a hookah? I don't know, but he tried a sword on his head. I got a picture of it. <laughs> sword head. He had a sword on his head, and Bert tried dancing with the uh, with the beautiful. Uh, Belly dancer. Belly dancer. Yeah. He, he didn't do as good as she did. Did we do our troops oh, yet? We haven't. Oh, let's do the troops. So just a very special shout out to the troops fighting the good fight here in this country and abroad. You know, we thank you for your service. Thank you for everything you're doing, especially now in this country as well as outside. Thank you for keeping America great to the uh, men and women in blue. Thank you for everything you do to the firemen and all the uh, emergency workers, first responders. Thank you, everybody, all the essential workers for going in amongst all the ill people of this world. Thank you very much. We honor and respect you. Thank you. Amen. All right, Javi, you want to do them current events? Yeah, we're right. Cue the music. Okay, folks, we've got 11 tonight. Uh, we're going to start off with the Houston, Texas Cigar Week. Coming in May on the 12th through the 16th. 2021. We've got Twins London Dairy, New Hampshire, the Fuente Newman Toast Across America. 2021 is now uh, is now available. Support the Cigar Family Charity. This year includes the Opus X Shark and the Julia Caesar Shark. Yeah, on the, on the Houston Cigar Week, I want to jump in there. We have to get Dean to tell us about this. Yeah, he's down there. Dean, Dean, it's just Dean. It's yeah, Dean. it's Dean. Yeah, Dean. Okay, then we go to uh, uh, the Two Guys Southern New Hampshire, the third annual Meatball Friday, January 29th, 6 to 9 p.m. Uh, hold, hold on right there. So, Mr. Jonathan asked if everybody from Hackapalooza was going to be coming. Yeah. And I what was like, and I we said, well, we got about 15, and, and we already have and we already booked. have appointments for that night. Yeah. Okay, at 6 to 9 p.m., and you get seven cigars. Uh, Dunbarton uh, Tobacco and Trust Pack plus an extra cigar and dinner for the first 50 people. The price is $99.99. May I ask, did you miss twins, twins, twins? Do I? Do you I know, miss? he did it. He no, did I, did it. I did it. I did it. I did it. Twins. Toast Across America thing. Yeah, toast, yeah. Toast okay. yeah. Across I missed America. It. Okay, yeah. then we go uh, up north here to Radloff Cigar Shop and Own the Rocks Lounge, Rochester, New Hampshire. I think that's on our Hackapalooza list. Maybe. Uh, maybe. Okay, on the, stop in. on the short list. Let's put it that way. <laughs> stop in for weekly bar specials. Get on the mailing list for details. Okay, then we go to Calibra Cub. Epping, New Hampshire membership is open for this seven-day, 24-hour private member-only uh, lounge. You can go in 24 hours a day, seven days a week. If you're a member, you also get discounts on uh, cigars, and also they have cook- cookouts out of, up there, too. 
Okay, here we go. Cigars are us, Danvers, Mass, one of our favorite places. Lots of new cigars. Shop in. Uh, sh- shop stop in. Shop in. <laughs> stop in and see what they have to offer. See the bus. They have a bus outside where you can go sit in. It's awesome. And yes. they have the TV in it, so you can go sit in the bus where it's nice and toasty and watch yeah, TV and smoke you, a, Because you smoke can't smoke cigars. inside. You can't smoke inside. Yeah, so we're smoking a truck. Yeah. Okay, in Fuego, McKinney, Texas, Man Cave, Mondays, 7 p.m. with a different cigar featured each week. Then we go down south to Tennessee. We go Smokers Abbey, Nashville, Tennessee. Poker Wednesdays at 7 till 11 p.m. Then we go to March, uh, March. Matt Cigar Bar, Jeffersonville, Indiana. What are you drinking? <laughs> Must be something in a cigar here. Uh, yeah. Match Cigar Bar, Jeffersonville, Indiana. New temporary hours, 1 to 10 p.m. every day due to the restrictions. Bingo at 7 on Sundays. And then we got two other new ones here. We got at Ernie's and Burt's Tavern, Fort Collins, Colorado. Dog biting, beverages, ales, spirits every night till 12 and 12 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Is that the Dry Socket Lounge? It is I the could be, lounge. yeah. Dry okay. Socket Lounge. All right. And then we got another one here. We got Ernie's Pajama Party on the on Boston. On Boston. A pajama party. <laughs> Just what I want. Drive open till 2 a.m. every Saturday night. And that's it for the current event. Guys yeah, only. Favorite pajamas, guys only. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and that's it for the current event. That's it for Is the that current what you event. said? All right, I gotta yeah. turn this down then. <laughs> wow. Pajama potty. No chicks. <laughs> no chicks. <laughs> <laughs> Where your bunny feet? <laughs> oh my god! All right, so we would normally do the reveal here. We have the Juarez. <laughs> we have the Juarez. Chuck went up to Gil for guessing yeah. this one right up. Right out of the you smoked this. Yeah, a few times. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, I'm smoking. I'm like, whoa, this is yeah. this is strong, fellas. So instead of the local spotlight, since Gil guessed this, we got Grill Gil on what's happening in Grill Gilly's video land. Yeah, Gilly, tell us about your endeavors. So um, I did a really cool uh, video project for uh, Agonorsa Leaf. Really? Slash, uh, they were called Casa Fernandez, but then they changed the name to Agonorsa. So what's cool about it is Agonorsa is a they started out as growers. They grow a lot of tobacco and they sell tobacco to different uh, factories and companies and stuff. They have their own cigars that they produce. Yeah. But um, that's only like maybe a percentage of their income. Their main business is growing tobacco and selling tobacco. Besides their own cigars, they also have a factory and they, they produce cigars for other companies. For example, Illusion. Trying to th- There's so many cigars yeah. out there. Uh, HVC. Yeah. I don't know if you smoke oh, HVC. Yeah, I do. The Black oh, the Friday. Yeah. I love Friday. it. And the Firecracker. So they, yeah. yeah. So not only they grew that tobacco, they have a factory and they rolled it also. Now, where okay. did you go for that? Uh, Miami. Oh, yeah. All the pictures of you. The only man I see inside a swimming pool. It's one of those never-ending swimming pools, so yeah. it looks like he's on the edge of uh, a mountain over. Nice. with a cigar in his mouth. I'll just swim out there and not get wet. <laughs> yeah, so. it, was, it was a really cool project. You know, um, I knew that they grew tobacco, but when I went to the warehouse, mm-hmm. it just kind of uh, opened my eyes more on what they did do. They, did they fly you out? No, I was already out there doing okay. some work, and um, yeah. I sent the email to, right. to the head of the company and stuff, and he mm-hmm. had me come in, and the cool thing is... When I was at the warehouse, the owner of HVC happened to be there. Oh. And he's seen all the posts that I've posted right. with his cigars, you know, in different countries. Right. So, right on the spot, we ended up doing a video for him, too. Really? Yeah. And you are headed 
elsewhere, South America. Yeah, Colombia. Are you, are you going to Colombia? Really? Yeah. Do awesome. not fly any drones over the cartel lands. <laughs> no, I won't. <laughs> Dude, they will find you and hunt you. <laughs> no, you guys, guys are sent a ransom for me. Huh? Those guys are nice. Don't be, don't be. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Should ask the gringo how nice they yeah. are. <laughs> oh, that's Mexico. That's, that's Mexico. Mexico. Just Columbia, be careful in Colombia. No, I will. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's all good. That's Sick. awesome. So yeah. you're doing uh, video, like the clips, uh, YouTube's or commercials or what is yeah. That? What's so on on, uh, on cigars, you could you could film ads and stuff, but you can't you can't run advertising on, on it. You could upload it to YouTube, but yep. you can't get the paid promotion because it's a mm-hmm. tobacco product. Yeah. Uh, one of the cool cigars we filmed actually was uh, there's two of them, Agonorsa Rare Leaf, mm-hmm. which is only going to be sold to certain shop. Not every shop is going to be able to get it, but two guys will have it, twins will have it because they're like key accounts. Yeah. And then another one is the. The second version of the Supreme Leaf, they made it in the size that you actually like, Corona Gorda, 6x46. Okay. Wow. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That would uh, be nice. It's uh, box press. Nice. Yeah. I got to sample it. It was really good. A I'm a box 46 guy. box press? Wow. Sound like box? Yeah. Really? That'll be like, <laughs> That's, yeah. that'll be like a big box. <laughs> actually, uh, he gave me a cigar I never heard of. Absolutely delicious. The Crema. Yeah, I actually saw him in Miami too. Really? Yeah, we hung out. Delicious. At the can the somebody make? Can the somebody crema? make a not cigar? La creme. No. Oh, not Lacrema. Crema. 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 I'm making a request in the cigar world. I'd like someone to make a cigar called the Kraken. <laughs> if it's not if already it, in production. You know, I wonder. I'll Google it. I wonder if somebody made a cigar called oh, the, the Kraken. Kraken. The Kraken. Really? They got Pappy the Kraken. Huh? The Pappy Van Winkle. Yeah. So you having fun doing this stuff? Yeah. What's cool about it is, you know. I, I smoke every day, but yeah. when you get to smoke at work, yeah, right. That's yeah. all. So thing. when I um, the cool thing is, every time I met up with a cigar company, the minute you walk in, they hand you a cigar. Yeah, that's how that's how the whole meeting starts. Mm-hmm. You light up a cigar, and then you smoke more. You work. So I almost took a job for a company I owned a piece of, and it was mm-hmm. selling. Uh, specialty beer, and for that reason, I didn't take the job. <laughs> oh, because yeah. oh, when you walked in, they handed you a beer. Hey, listen, and I would have a drink all day at every client, and I knew that it wouldn't work. It wouldn't work for me. Uh, listen, listen, cigar job the- will work. I, yeah, it right, would go work ahead, Ricky, too you well. Got a Kraken for me. cigar. Listen, listen to this. <laughs> Kraken is a new brand of cigars in the cigar market today, rolled in Nicaragua. From Indonesian and Nicaraguan tobaccos. Awesome. Behind the brand is the same manufacturer as Condega Cigars. Yeah, they were. Where, nice. where are they out of? Where are they distributed in? It just says in Nicaragua. It doesn't say right, where, that's where they're but, produced. Um, for our boys in Colorado, Gurkha. Gurkha. Gurkha Cellar Reserve 15 year Limitada Kraken Cigars online. Oh. From Gurkha. Gurkha. Gurkha's got a Kraken. Gurkha. 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 I still don't know who the Kraken is, but we'll get that. It's okay. We'll get there. So, uh, you know, what, the other stuff you do is like uh, videos for um, the music. Uh, yeah, I do a lot of music videos, uh, commercials, uh, documentary work, real estate, mm-hmm. anything that has to do with video. Mostly yeah. short stuff. Hey, yeah. yeah. Mostly. I have an idea we want to do for my door-to-door thing. Mm-hmm. I want to go in and have my two best guys and have somebody... Do film the whole process of them doing it, yeah. and then take the three-hour job and make it in two minutes. Time lapse, you know, so you could watch it and like just yeah. fly through it. However, it takes to do yeah. that and compress it. You just you film it and you don't you don't hit stop until it's done, and then you fast forward the whole video, and that's the time lapse. That would be cool. Yeah, let's do it. 
I need it. You got the guy. There you yeah. Go. Well, I'm in the process of building a new website. The website guy told me if you put a video on your website, it puts you up in the Google search. Yeah. Right. So I want to do it. So people say, here it is. Here's yeah. my guys. Grant, watch this two, three minute video, and it'll show you what they'll do in three hours. Yeah. And you could add that paid promotion on YouTube and on Facebook and all that. That helps oh, yeah. a lot. And you and can target your area. Uh, shows a map. Pick out where you want the target to go to. Awesome. So Right. I got eight eight towns in southern New Hampshire, eight towns in northern yeah. Mass. And I can just pick these 16 towns and say, let's so go. So if you do the promotion, if someone in New Hampshire types in, they need your service, you would come up in the suggested. Take a look at this. Yeah. Watch, watch the boys at work. Yeah. Yep. If you, you go. Google a car and then next time you go on Google, you see an ad for like a local dealership. Nice. That's how it yep. works. I yeah. know. They find right. Big brother. Okay. I read a story about the Kraken. Saying that it was first mentioned in 1215, Nordic sagas, sagas uh, of Nordic law, and they used to talk, yeah, the giant Giant squid, yeah, giant squid, and saying off the coast of Greenland. So that was the time of um, Saint Malachi. Malachi. He he made a prediction that he gave a run of the last pope, and the next pope is supposed to be the last pope. So that was in that 1215, the black pope. The Black Pope is the last mm-hmm. Pope. Wow. He's going to be from Rome. He's going to be pope a Roman. from Rome will be called the Black Pope. Yeah. Not that he's a Black Pope, right. but the Black Pope. That's right. Yeah. Let's get that straight. For, before Ernie mails in some... That's right. Something. Ernie the Pope. Yeah. That's right. Pope Ernie. <laughs> pope Ernie. The last. <laughs> well, he's the... Do- it's just because he's the, the doc. doc. He's the yeah. darkness. Yeah. That's next, what it's really... Next week, here. we'll talk it's- about Pope Alex. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, I'm staying off the Pope stuff tonight. All right. So, sounds cool, Gil. That sounds like a lot of fun to do all that stuff and go nice. Yes. Yeah, with Gil. these guys. So, you're and keeping busy. Yeah. Just sounds nice. Yeah. yeah. And, and you've already done a few around here. Yeah. Done so, a hammer and sickle. Oh, yeah. Hammer and sickle. Now, do you charge by the job or by the day? By the job. Wow. Because uh, it get- gets complicated when you start charging hourly because... Uh, Something could take 15 minutes. Something could take two days. Right. So, you know, you, you kind of plan ahead. But, you know, it's, it just gets complicated because well, everything's rushed. You do rushed. hours of filming right. for a short right. little right. commercial. Yeah, but you don't yeah. want someone standing there with their watch going, hey, I'm paying, uh, you know, a buck a minute. Hurry up and work. And yeah, just, yeah you know, exactly. Whatever the cost is. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That way I, I work right. on my time. You know, you right. got, you, you're time efficient, but at the same time, you're not... Uh, not racing. Now, right. Not right. That now, was like, uh, you, my- you use, excuse me, I'm sorry. You use a lot of drones. Yeah. Do you, for the different states you go to or the different countries, mm-hmm. do you have to have like some sort of FAA or, I don't know. Yeah, you need do- a FAA license. And um, for example, um, I was flying my drone in um, Charlestown. You know, that's close to East Boston. Oh, yeah, that. Logan. Oh. Yeah. So um, I got a message and it says if I wanted to unlock that area. And they send you a text, but you're flying at your own risk. Right. Yeah. So, you know, I put the, I don't fly the drone for no reason. So once I get my shot, I land. Right. I try to, you know, get it. And so in other words, they said, bring that drone down or we're going to bring it down. Yeah. <laughs> I heard they could hack your drone. They could. I'm sure they could. Oh, yeah. yeah. What I'm curious about is how you're getting into these foreign countries. Are you having a hard time getting permission to fly to some no, of these foreign uh, countries? No, just, uh, I get a, co- a rapid COVID test. And, oh. Um, oh, and they let you on. Yeah, so for uh, Dominican Republic, uh, Colombia, and these places, you got a test that's no older than yeah. 72 hours. Nice. You know what I did on the plane? I flew down a couple months ago down to Knoxville. And I took my head, a light pullover, and put it over my head. I built a tent, and then I was covered the whole time, and I just sat in the corner uh-huh. with the tent over. And I had my little videos, so I, they came by, and they... My face was covered, mm-hmm. and I had a really good mask. I just well, I, instead of having a mask on my face, I put the whole tent over my head, and I just lived under the tent, and it was awesome. 
Yeah. 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 I, they didn't bother me. I think so, Lawrence has a uh, quick uh, COVID test. Yeah. Free. I yeah. go to uh, Tuxbury, exit 39, yeah. uh, Med Express. Oh, yeah. And they yeah. do it. Yeah, you pay one fifty yeah. and you get it in an hour. I know a guy in North Lawrence who can give you a fake COVID test. <laughs> <laughs> no, but a, I want to know if I have COVID. It's, well, it's just a sheet that says yeah, you don't have it. Except right, right. <laughs> yeah. it'll cost you two hundred bucks. Right, right. right. Yeah. Actually, do it. Yeah. All right, so let's move right along. Yeah, let's do the local spotlight. Yippee! We went to Eli's Smoking Lounge in oh Nashville last God. week on what New Year's night. Delightful New Year's, New Year's Day night. Yeah, yeah. What delightful! I mean, I hadn't seen them in a solid year, and we weren't even planning it. So we were going not. somewhere else. We were driving down, and we just pulled in. Make, and make the oh, connection to it for the list. Okay, yeah. so the, go ahead. How did you know I was driving in the back seat? I was a backseat driver, so I had no clue where we were going. So we're like heading over to Nashua somewhere, and all of a sudden, someone said, "Hey, this place is here." Yeah, just, let's go. Did here. you guys know it was there? I, I knew, knew. I knew Eli owned it. Did yeah. you know where it was? Where yeah, I knew where it was. You yeah, did. I, knew I didn't. I knew so it was in Nashville. So I drive and knew where it was. But we yeah. pulled in there, and it was a chill night. They were having a thing, and they had a DJ. And the cool thing was, was we got in there, and we looked out the window. About twenty minutes later, it started snowing, and then it started really dumping. And so at about midnight, Dave looked out the window. It's raging out there. He says. We're going to be late. So I texted home. I said, I'm going to be late, really late. <laughs> so I got yeah, home at 3 a.m. Yeah, we just, all did. It was only going to snow for two hours and stop. So we said, we'll yeah. just wait for it to stop. Yeah. And then we yeah. drove yeah. home. It was, yeah. it was actually what, raining. Like 40 miles an hour. What was yeah. amazing yeah. was um, Eli. So, so the, yeah, connection make, is, is yeah, the, the connection is the Cloud Palace was owned by uh, Simon and Joe. And Simon's son, who worked at Cloud Palace, was Eli. Well, him and his after, mom. Right. So after they closed, Eli and his mom opened up the shop up in uh, Nashua, and it's called Eli's Cigar Lounge. Eli's it, Smoking Lounge. Smoking Lounge, and it's gorgeous. Yeah. And it's it's awesome. And Brilliant. we went in. I mean, he was so glad to see us. Yeah, he you says know? he was, you know, wishing we had come. He was hoping we'd come soon, and we showed up. Yeah. Show, and on a good night, too. On a because, good night. Because then, because of the snowstorm, a lot of people didn't make the ride. To go to the DJ, he had a lot of people who were supposed to come, and we're looking out the window and like, yeah, they're not coming. Some people showed. Maybe we can uh, show a little video later tonight. <laughs> we have a very special video that I think uh, no, somebody's no. going to really enjoy. No, no. We're, we're an audio-only show. He took a, he took a video of you. <laughs> who took a video right after I texted you? Dommy took a. Uh, so, should I tell the story? It's go really ahead. funny. Go really ahead. funny. Go ahead. Okay, so. There were some women in there that were dancing, and Javi was just glued to his phone. And we're all smoking cigars, having a good time. We're having some drinks and great conversation. You're going to embarrass me. I'm not going to embarrass you. And I texted Javi, hey, Javi. The girl in the checkered dress isn't wearing any underwear. And I showed Darby. I had no idea. I couldn't hardly see her. From that moment on, Javi's head was turned. was just staring and I'm like sooner or later those girls are going to turn around and say what the f-? you know what the frig is up with those old guys well I went over and sat there and uh, along them and hey, I was, I'm not I was watching hey. I was watching the football game in their background right. but they were in my foreground and every time I saw the girl dancing I saw she was trying to pull down her dress right she was choke. constantly pulling right. it down right she, had she was nervous that it was drifting right and it was <laughs> and it was <laughs> But it was hysterical. So for this wonderful momentous moment, Tommy filmed it. (laughs) So so wait, this is how the night ended, okay? So I step out. I got these shoes on, and it's like 
three or four inches of snow. And they're all out there cleaning off the limo. And I'm standing on the curb, sorry. And I'm going, I don't, I'm not cleaning it off. I'm going to get my feet wet. I'm not going to do it. I'm standing up there with the girls. And all of a sudden, the girls who are dancing come out. And they go in their car to clean it off. And I go, you give me a brush. And I go and clean their whole car off. <laughs> <laughs> then they chase you. Where's our broom? <laughs> oh. So the girl's sitting in the car listening to the stereo. And I didn't want to hand a wet brush in her front window. So I was nice enough. I opened the back door, put it on her back floor. I went away. She comes knocking on the limo. She thought, I took a brush. I'm like, no, I put it in the back floor. I didn't want to get her wet. You know, if I handed a wet brush right. back into her, it would have yeah, got all yeah, over yeah. her clothes. I was being nice. and Yeah, it, no good deed goes, goes unpunished. unpunished. No, but that was kind of funny because we drove away and they didn't have to clean off their car. And I thought the best part was when Dave was waiting at the red light. It was like, Dave, you're on the freaking sidewalk. Yeah, we were kind of stuck. Pull us out. You're not in the lane. When you, when you come out of the place, change. you got to go do a U-turn. Because you can only come out one way, and it was a snowstorm, and, and we're, we're in stuck the, in. And we're in a less stretch we're in a stretch, limo. right? And it wasn't it's a quite three-point U-turn. Yeah. yeah, I think it was the six UF U-turn. <laughs> can you go through a drive-through with that? You can if it's not too curvy. Yeah. yeah. Have you tried it? <laughs> no, I haven't actually. Yeah. <laughs> right, we pulled up too to the drive. You screwed. We got to pull up to the drive-through and coke. May I have some great poupon? <laughs> I'll have a cheeseburger with some fries with some great poupon and a Dr Pepper. <laughs> yeah. So one and- thing I noticed about Eli's was he built a walk-in, right? Because he's he's been in this business. He knows a the score. Time. Yeah. Right. So he built a nice walk-in. It's a good size walk-in. It's he's got room size. for a lot of stuff. And um, the shop is not huge, but it's not tiny either. No, it right? isn't. It's good size. It's the right size, I think. Some of these other places are just too big. Right. Right. You know what else he did with the walk-in that I thought was unique? So we go over there, and he goes in with you and consults with you and tells you, this what, is what, what I have, what do you like? And he spends the time to give you your options. Right. Mm-hmm. And so he spent time with each of us, and then he gave us the score. Mm-hmm. And we liked the score. We did. He had yep. good cigars. We did have yeah. good cigars. And he has a lot more coming. Yeah. And we we kind of turned them on yeah, to some people. Good quality stuff. And the one that I had the other night I had bought there. Yeah. yeah. Very good cigars. I don't know the name. You know the names. You're talking about that ALR that you yeah. had at the yeah. Tobacco yeah. Shack? You liked it. Yeah. Or did you get that at Eli's? You are Could correct. be either way. It got the tobacco shack. I'm mixing yeah. them up. But I bought a bunch, I bought a yeah. six pack of cigars. Yeah. So we all we went all in did. and bought a six pack. Mm-hmm. They had a real good selection there. Yeah. All the different, you know, real good brands. And the drinks were great. The drinks were great too. Mm-hmm. It, it's to me, it looked, it, it it felt like I was back in Cloud, Cloud Palace. Yeah. You know, we're yeah, seeing his, his mom and him, and they were so nice at Cloud Palace. The place we love that place, and this place is just the same. They're friendly there. Yeah. They're very, uh, you know, accommodating to you. Uh, just, just nice people. It's know? got that same vibe. That yeah, you it does. Yeah, so you get in there yeah. and you feel that like atmosphere. So the hence, atmosphere. Hence, Hackapalooza will be going there. Yeah, that would be cool. Yep. No, what is is the date of Hackapalooza the Thursday? That Thursday? Do they That's come in they Thursday? Come, or come Friday? in Thursday. We're going to Eli's on Friday. Okay. Yeah. All right. And it's really not be... that far away to tell you the truth. You know, from from here. No, know, from, from here. Us, it's, it's not. It's, far it's, not it's not that. It's not far at all. Right. Half an hour. Not even. Yeah, it's like less than a half an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Other, yeah, and when it's not snowing. Well, I was just looking ahead to Hackapalooza, and I was pulling up the long-term, um, long-term, long-term weather forecast. Yeah, and there's I, like nothing for the next ten days. It's, yeah, no, it looks good. Um, I got to pull it back up, but uh, what I saw was it's going to be like 28 and then 35. It's not going to be super. Warm, yeah, it'll be fine, but it'll be warm enough. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, you know. all good. 
Okay, you ready for the conspiracy? Uh, controversy. controversy, controversy corner. The controversy. Controversy of the day. Well, I know we've been like going a different direction now, but um, here we are sitting here tonight, and we had a controversy in the big city of Washington D.C. yesterday. And the reason I'm bringing it up is that um, even though I shut off the noise, you know, I spell noise N E W S noise. So I've been watching the noise, but I do pick up different information, and I had a um rather long phone call before today's show. I finished it when I walked in here. And I was talking with a gentleman friend of mine who was on the top steps of the Capitol yesterday. No kidding. Yes. So I have first-hand knowledge of what took place. He didn't go in, though. He did not go in. Good. Okay. But he was at the edge. Now, he couldn't have gone in because there was no way to get in where he was. He was with 99% of the crowd they were out at the back door. Okay, so in context, a couple points he had. So when he was walking in, there was a couple guys in front of him, and he didn't think much of it. And they mentioned the fact that it took him 18 hours to get there. They mentioned the fact that they drove from Seattle. Just put that in the data point. The next thing that put up was everybody was rowdy protesting, but nobody was being violent. Okay, so the crowd was up in, in up on the steps. Now, somewhere in the early afternoon... There was a little bit of a, you know, the people were at the crowd and stuff. The crowd was not unruly. So he saw a bunch of guys that were police officers who had yellow shirts on and they had bicycle ha- ha- helmets on. And a group of them went in to the, around the corner in the Capitol. Ten minutes later, they came out. They no longer had that on. They were wearing black jackets, helmets, and they were dressed as... um uh, what do you call it? Uh, riot squad. Right, we, they had right, a riot, yeah. Yeah. and they had these guns with them that were like look like they were uh, uh, air guns when you play play paint, uh, guns. paint guns. Paint guns. But the paint guns were filled with pepper spray. Yeah. And so oh, pepper balls. Pepper balls. Pepper spray. Yeah. So what he explained to me was that the action in the back was actually created and started by the police. The police attacked the crowd. The crowd was all. Just, you know, chanting, hey, yeah, four more years. Now, someone in the crowd, they had microphones, and they climbed up these things. And someone back there started, hey, F Antifa, F Antifa. Well, let me explain. There was a lot of people there who were Trump supporters, like my friend, who had their, you know, year-old hat and everything like that. What he said was it was a peculiar how many people in the crowd had brand new gear, like they bought it an hour before. Okay, very much so. And these people didn't really fit, okay, but they were in the crowd. And so the crowd was filled with this, and everyone was in the back. What he found out, because he was there in there, at a like-kind moment, he saw the video for this the next day. At a like-kind moment, when the police started attacking the crowd in the back, a police escort of six buses pulled up to the front door of the Capitol, and out of these buses were all people dressed in Trump paraphernalia brand new trump paraphernalia and the police escorted them and opened the gates and let them into the front gates sure and they went into the capitol through there i saw the picture of the 20 top 20 fbi most wanted for attacking the capitol and the second i looked at that picture 
my eye recognizes faces, as you know. Do I remember people? Everybody do. Do I remember everything? Okay, I looked at this thing, and I could tell 16 or 17 of them I have seen in the past at Antifa rallies. They were Antifa, dressed up as Trump supporters, shuffled into town in six buses, brought to the front door while the 99% of the Trump people were in the back of the Capitol. They let these people in, and they staged a siege by Antifa on the front. And the news said it was the Trump people, but none of the Trump people in the back made it into the there. They were getting attacked. Now, something else that happens is when you're trying to quell a crowd, you blow off these bombs. Those, right. Okay. Well, if you want to back up the crowd, you blow off the bomb in front of them to push them back. The police weren't doing that. The police were shooting it over the heads into hundreds of people, and they were going way in the back of the crowd and blowing it off in people's feet and in their face. So they weren't in the process of trying to dispel the crowd. They were in the process of trying to incite the crowd, and they started blowing pepper spray, and the police enraged the crowd. So the crowd was like, okay, we're peacefully protesting, and all of a sudden we're being attacked by the police. And so the Trump people pushed back, and that's what caused it. And so my friend had his back to everything, and he saw this next crowd come, and he perceived that they were potentially Antifa, came and pushed the crowd into the police to get everything railing. And then he had a hat. This was another thing. So he was behind this guy. He's talking to him, and the guy had an Air Force hat. And he said, oh, you in the Air Force? He goes, no, my daughter's in the Air Force. So a few minutes later, he's walking along, and he finds the hat on the ground. So would you ever, if your daughter was in the Air Force and you had an Air Force hat, would you let that fall off your head? No. Okay, so all of a sudden, the guy didn't care about the hat. He dropped it, and it went down. And so he picked up the hat. So he's trying to find the guy, and he says, oh, maybe I'll find this guy. So he has the hat in his hand. And when all the action happened, he got pushed, and he fell. And when he fell, the hat in his hand hooked a police officer's revolver. So as soon as that happened, he got scared and realized that he was causing an incident himself. So he let go of the hat and fell down. When he got up and turned around and looked, one of the other police officers came out of the crowd and point blank blasted him with pepper spray in the face with his eyes wide open. Yep. So that put an end to my friend's day. So then, of course, he looks into what happened. And he's realizing what I'm realizing. Okay, they purposely incited the crowd to enrage everybody. And at the same time, in a like kind, while they were distracting the crowd in the back, it's the old dipsy do. Hey, look at my left hand while I'm doing something with my right hand. It's like the magician thing. While you're looking in the back and putting everything on there, they snuck six busloads of Trump supporters with brand new Trump gear who all look like same people I've seen at the Antifa rallies. And they went in and they raided the Capitol and started everything. There were Trump supporters who were trying to stop them out front because there were some Trump supporters out front. But they didn't show or say that. But there are videos of Trump supporters trying to stop the crazed crowd from going in. So let me finish the, this all. So what ended up happening is that the media painted the picture. Okay, and they blamed everybody. Oh, it's the Trump supporters. So they're getting all of Democrats and a lot of the Republicans to hate Trump supporters and Trump and disparage them. But at the end of the day, I truly believe that the majority of Trump supporters, and I've always said this, by and large, Trump supporters love Trump. Do you all agree? Yes. By and large, Biden supporters hate Donald Trump. Do you all agree? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then, what is the party of love and what is the party of hate? Mm -hmm. So... I knew that they were going to do a false flag with this whole thing, and I did stay away. People called me and said, Mike, you're there, you're there, you're there. And I was like, no, I knew better. But I truly believe that they 
set this up because the people in Portland that ran Antifa talked about it. There was rumblings. You know how there's chatter? Well, there was chatter from Antifa that they were going to all dress up like Trump supporters, carry Trump flags and wear Trump shirts. And it was all brand new stuff. So people don't show up at a Trump rally with nothing. If you're going to go to Washington, D.C. for a Trump rally yesterday, you're a Trump supporter. And if you're a Trump supporter, you already own Trump gear. So you may buy a new hat, but you got an old shirt. If your shirt's new, your hat's new, your flag's new, and everything's new, you are not a Trump supporter. You are a faker. So what I'm trying to say out there and what I'm seeing, and I don't know if it's going to come to pass that we're ever going to learn the truth, but the truth of the matter is this whole thing yesterday was caused by Antifa, and it's being blamed on Trump. So however it goes, but go ahead. What's your question? So it's not a question. It's just a comment. I, too, had somebody that that was from Delaware, and they went, and they were in the front, and they said that almost two-thirds... 90% of the crowd were very peaceful and that it wasn't just the six buses. They said that a number of white supremacist groups and the crowds were trying to keep them out were also marching because, as you know, they have the right to march. Right. A young lady died. Um, Somebody explained it to me that was a police officer who said, you know, I don't think the Capitol Police ever thought it would be like this. And they clearly weren't prepared. As you see in uh, last night, there was an officer also killed, hit with a fire extinguisher. That That's what they put in the media. They highlight the certain things like that. What I'm trying to tell you is the crowd was came up from where the rally was, and they came up the back steps, and that there was Antifa people who were climbing the poles, and they were yelling things. They yeah. weren't yelling four more years like the crowd was. Well, they were trying to incite. Listen to what yeah. I'm They were trying to incite the crowd, and then there was Antifa people. In there, and they were trying to fire it up. But the thing that happened that gets me the worst is that it's legal to have a peaceful protest. If you violate the peaceful protest, then the police have the right to take action. Right. The police took action on the crowd, peaceful protest as they attacked. Now, you haven't done that since right. Germany. That's who does that. Okay, that is a unbelievable thing that the crowd was attacked by the police. The crowd did not start the action against the police. The police, he witnessed it, started the action against the crowd. Then the crowd pushed back. So that what they do is they don't film the police right. doing their thing in the beginning. They just show the crowd the retaliating. Chaos. And retaliating, well, they you would. Well, they showed the if back I, of the Capitol. Somebody, they showed the front. If you were sitting here all innocent and Dormy came over and punched you, are you going to just sit there and take it? I what, tell you. You know what I mean? The, well, defend yourself. Yes. So the crowd defended itself against the police who attacked them. And so what I'm putting out there is that there's a lot of misinformation. There's the uninformed, ill-informed, and misinformed. And the problem we have in this country going off is the that they, this is the picture they paint. They project <clears throat> what they say they you do is what they do. So by projecting that Trump supporters are evil and Trump supporters are, are um, you know, riot and, and, uh, and do all that, we know they don't. Okay. Otherwise, with all the stuff going on, we would have had riots in the city. We would have had looting. We would have had burning. But we haven't had any of it since since the people thought that Joe Biden won. So I'm going to leave it with this, okay? If somebody wants to do the math, go look up how many registered voters there are in the United States. We had 66% of the people registered voted. So take 66% of that number. Minus the amount of people who voted for Donald, President Donald J. Trump, and come up with the remaining amount and explain to me how Mr. Biden 
got the extra 13 million votes that do not add up in that mathematical equation. And if you can do that, then he can be president. But if you can't explain, you can, if you have 100,000 registered voters and only 66,000, 66% vote, then you have 66,000 votes. And if you get 44,000 votes, you get, I can't beat you. If you get 34,000 votes, I can't beat you. Mathematically, I can't beat you. But if you get 34,000, I mean, if I get 34,000, you get 50,000. We have a problem. So, Houston, we have a problem. Leave it at that. Okay. You know, so the bottom line is this. The beautiful thing about this country is there's always been Republicans and Democrats. Well, and not, usually. Not, not quite. They were the no, wings. Okay. No, I, no, I know. I, and I usually need, they don't get along. I need to add to this. Okay. Everybody is looking at the Democrats and accusing the Democrats of stealing the election. Right. What they're misnomering is 60 to 65% of the Republicans should be thrown out of office. They help the Democrats do the steal. The Republicans and the Democrats in power do not care who wins. Because like Mayor Rothschild said in 1857, give me control of a country's monetary system. I cannot who makes the laws. So the Republicans let the Democrats win one time and the Democrats let the Republicans win as long as the money keeps flowing for all of them. And so... I think that 90% of the Democrats and 60% of the Republicans in office today should be thrown out of office, and a majority of them should be tried for different crimes like treason. So, so at the end of the day, at the end of the day, we the people have the power of the Constitution behind us, and we have the right, if a government fails, we have the right to remove the government and institute a new one. But this is, So this is my point. My point is... And I've seen this time and time again. I've seen people say, well, if you don't like Trump, if you're Biden, get the hell away from me. I don't want anything to do with you. Yada, yada, yada. We have the right to choose. We've been given this freedom. We have the right to choose to make our own informed decision. We have that right. But like, who's the gentleman who said this quote? He said, it's not so much who votes that chooses who is elected. It's who counts the vote gets to choose. And the problem that we have with this current election is the majority of people chose President Donald J. Trump, but the outcome says that Mr. Iden won. It's impossible, mathematically impossible for him to get 80 million people. I asked this one simple question. If you put a poll for the last 10 years, the most admired person in the world was President Barack Obama. This year, he was outvoted. The most admired person in the world was President Donald Trump. President Barack Obama was in a close second. You know who's in a distant third? Donald Biden. How could a gentleman who got 80 million votes not even rate halfway up as the most admired person? If you're going to tell me that he got 80 million votes, but then nobody in a world poll voted for him... Please explain that, because that's mathematically impossible. I'm a mathematician at my core. I did the math. You can talk to your blue in the face. The president won the election, and it's being awarded to a false person. So if we can't fix this in this country, we are Venezuela. Done. Okay. I think that's the name of the show. Welcome to Venezuela. Ernie. <laughs> hey, Ernie. Yeah. In the 2020 election, there were 161 million voters. No, registered voters. 
161 Americans voted. No, how many registered voters were there? Don't You're pulling up the incorrect number. You're pulling up this stat. How many registered voters were in the United States in 2020? I will look it up. That is the number. Registered voters, 66% of them, because that was the turnout. So you need to do it somewhere in the range of, uh, say, 230 million were registered voters. 220 million. If it was 220, what's a third of that? 21, 7, 14. 14. About 14. 140 million. Okay, if it was even less than that, because Mm -hmm. it was like 128 million. So the number had to be off. So the 128 million people were 66% of it. And if you take the 70 million off. The number of registered voters in the United States is 133 million. No, it has to be a higher number than that. That's what it says. No, it's got to be way higher because How many President Trump got 769 votes, 69 yeah. million. Citizens, uh, yeah, because that, yeah, that's the number. Then more then people voted. Yeah, no nope. fact check. Over 159 million. Yeah. Yeah. No, what we need is there's a, how many people were registered to vote in the total country. So you take each I'm of the states at, and you add it up. Right. And then you take the 66%, which was the turnout. And then you take President Trump's, what, 69 million? He got the most votes ever in a yeah. presidential election. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're told that Mr. Biden got 11 million more. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. we're told that if you'd like to buy a bridge in Brooklyn, I can sell it to you. Yeah. Play that music again. We're going to end the segment again. <laughs> okay. All right. Time, time to rate the cigar. Recap. Recap. What do you think of the cigar? Oh, you finished yours there, Gil. It's huh? a good cigar. Oh, no, so we're oh you got it over there. Oh, so yeah. You, you okay, wait down. a minute. I got to get the uh, 2021 calculator out. Mm-hmm. Rating mm-hmm. time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Rating time. Go ahead, Gilly. Caballero. One to ten. Or a Dominion calculator. Give it an eight and a half. 8.5. Beautiful thing. Mr. Door-to-door. Mr. Door-to-door-door well, salesman. This thing comes right in at my prime number, 8.88. You're liking it? It's yeah. a heavy cigar, and you're, it, and you're liking it. it. Tonight, it doesn't seem too heavy to me. Tonight, I got such heavy news yeah. before I came here yeah. that I need a heavy cigar. Mm-hmm. So, 8.80. Dom, it's good. It's good. I'm at an 8.7 on this. 8.7. I'll do an 8.5 on this. This an is a decent cigar. 8.5. It is kind of strong, but it, I mean... Harvey, it's okay. Well, it's kind of strong, but it's doable. You know, I'm not, I'm not literally a strong uh, cigar smoker, but... Uh, I'm kind of liking this. I'm going to give it an 8.75. 8.75. Okay, so I'm not going to be swayed. Um, I did not like it. Okay. Uh, it's outside of my field. However, I did smoke two-thirds of it. And because I smoked two-thirds of it, I am going to give it a 7.75. I wouldn't say it was completely. I would say medium plus. Yeah. Um, it is outside my range, but. It's smokable. Had I not smoked a few cigars earlier today, I probably would have rated it higher. Mm-hmm. So, that gives us... About an eight and a quarter. By six, and we come out to eight and a half, even. Yeah. Okay. 8.5. Right so, on the fairly number. good cigar. Um, you know, fairly good cigar. It definitely, to most of my friends that smoke stronger blends, would like they this would cigar. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. um, it, it stayed together well. Uh, it smoked very well. It was constructed very well. Little veiny. That's a good stick. Very good stick. Yeah. Mine's so, holding up really good. You know, it's just a little bit outside of my, you know, what I like. 
I had a strong controversy, so I needed to smoke a strong yep. cigar. Well, I okay. guess we picked the right one for you. This Cons- is the Cons- Crown Heads Juarez Jack Brown 5x56. Hey, by the way, did I mention Ernie? Ernie? Ernie, how'd you like the cigar? Ernie, what do you think? Did you like it? Ernie? Ernie. Oh, Arnie. Arnie's yeah. amazing. <laughs> Arnie, Ernie. There Arnie, so did you like the cigar? He said it's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yes, as we get get near Hackapalooza's coming. coming Bring your masks, kids. Yep. Six feet away. We've already started to cordon off the driveway. I already have a box of masks in the limo. Yes, and lots of Purell. Yeah, I got that, too. Got to be extra, (laughs) extra safe, people. (laughs) Jeanette. Made me buy some last you night. You better believe it. <laughs> well, you need this in the limo. You know, so I, yeah. I can honestly say with the people that are coming, I'm not sure I'm going to stay over, but... Uh, yeah, we're going to figure all that we out. We got to figure that all that out and get the logistics and so forth as to who's coming and who's not. Mm-hmm. By the way, did I mention to you that Ernie's coming? Ernie's coming. And Alex yeah. the Bastard and his lovely wife and Alex... The hacks, on behalf of all the hacks, we're buying you some condoms because uh, we don't want to see kid number three. But if kid number three should come, that would be marvelous, too. Hey, a little update. When they get here on Thursday night, it's a little cold, but Friday's looking sunny in 35. That's beautiful. beautiful. Saturday, a little bit of snow in 33, and then Sunday, 25. Beautiful. So um, maybe on Friday afternoon, if it's sunny in 35, we might have to have a cigar out at the ranch. Oh, be an interesting thing. Like mid afternoon, we could just go out there and have a quick. I know it's an outdoor, but yeah, but you know what? I could have a fire. I can light a fire. That would be very nice. If you would like, I can do an afternoon fire. Yeah, at four o'clock, we can light a big bonfire and And have the sunset. Yeah, and just watch the sunset at five five thirty. When are they leaving? Sunday. This will be Friday. Oh, we have Friday? Friday. Actually, it would be Friday a wonderful idea. Before we go out for the night, we could have everybody over there. I'll get a bonfire set up, and we'll, I'll get the permit, right. and I'll just light it. And we'll, if we have <laughs> permit, got it. Hey, you know, I got. I don't. I don't want them coming down there and mm-hmm. arresting me for lighting a fire. Right. Yeah. But I can have a big bonfire. And I could have it right out there at the end. That would be nice. We could sit up in the back. We could cook some weed. I might see. I do what I want. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Actually, it's nice. It's, it's, you know, I thought it would be filled with mosquitoes when we went there this summer, and it wasn't. But at one point, I got very quiet, and I just sat there mesmerized looking at the horses and thinking, I would love to spend every morning with a cup of coffee. Watching this, yeah, that's what I do. Which I get them beautiful. Some mornings I get to see them running and doing the like the, the, mm-hmm. the craziness around, and other times they come right up to the crowd near me. They come up to the fence right and hang out fence. and stuff. But I never go and feed them. I no, never you because, shouldn't, yeah. because I know it's my neighbor's horses, and I don't want to be the one. I don't feed them. I don't go out there and pet them. I'm not like I don't touch them. They're not right. my horses. And folks, mm-hmm. these aren't like a couple of horses. These are a lot. Yeah, they got 35 yeah. horses out there. And they're they, beautiful. They, they uh, stable them. So speaking yeah. of wildlife, last night driving home, yeah. I almost clipped a deer right in front of my driveway. Really? Yeah, one of them was on the side of the road. And yeah, um, take out I from the pizza place. slowed down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. I slowed down <laughs> to look at it and was pointing it out to Jeanette and... Another one comes right in front of the car. And I was one doing the, about two miles an hour. Like It was like two feet off the bumper. Somebody at two guys was talking about, uh, but somebody uh, got totaled, hit it oh. there. Totaled, the, just totaled the front of his uh, vehicle. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So and, I tell the story about it. Well, go ahead. And then the third one went. <laughs> really? <laughs> right across. I had three of them go right in front of me. So I was driving 
back from Vermont one night with my wife. This is early on. And we're doing about 70 on the highway. And I'm still in Vermont on 93. And all of a sudden, her and I see at the same time. She sees it and yells, deer. And he's dead on in the middle of the street oh. in the highway. And like they, I was coming at him fast. I didn't have enough time to brake in time for him. But I poured the brakes on. They had ABS. and I'm, So what I did was I looked at him and I aimed right at him. So my wife's freaking out me next to me because I'm not doing anything. I'm staring right at him. And I waited till it closed. When I got to about 10 or 12 feet, I saw him flinch just a little bit left. And I cut right. And I missed him by like feet. And she's freaking out. And she's like, why did you do that? I said, because I was taught... You aim for him, and you wait till he flinches first. Because if you take ev- evasive action early, he's allowed to go. He could go. It's a fifty-fifty chance. Okay, there's a two percent chance he'll still be there when you get there. But at the last second, then you can make the call. Right. So I came up on him, and I was so close, and I missed him. He went by my door, mm-hmm. and she was just totally beside herself. And I was like, "You, you have to just clear yourself and just focus. You can't get scared. You can't." Because I was trying to keep the car straight while I'm braking. Because if you hit the brakes real hard and cut the wheel, you know what happens? You roll. So, you know, with the ABS, you just pound the brakes. brakes, You stand on them, and you just aim right at it. And at the last second, all I know is if he didn't move, I always go right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Thanks to the panel. Reverend Hobby. Hallelujah. 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 Don't uh, don't leave it. Don't leave your day job. Hey, I hope everybody enjoyed the program. Uh, we had a good time tonight. We got uh, some new places that opened up and a lot of information. I uh, just want to wish everybody a good week. Um, uh, that's about it, I guess. God bless each and every one of you, and uh, we'll be on next uh, next uh, yeah. week. So, same new, time, same station. Speaking of new places, we dragged all you guys over to the Utopia. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I, I kind of like that place. That's next week's spot. Yeah. So about five minutes from where I live. If I get, if I get loaded, can I can always walk on. You yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That ain't going to happen, though. I, I don't right. do that stuff anymore. <laughs> Nurse Rick. Or any less. <laughs> this town needs an enemy. here. Hey, all right, so Animal Boy is in the domicile, soon to be hostile, and, um, you know, looking very forward to seeing Ernie, and Bert, and Alex, and Jojo, and the hooker, and Muffy, and his lovely wife, Nicole. Fiance, his fiance, uh, yes, is you know, and and uh, who is that? Alex's wife is coming, and it's going to be a nice time. Muffy, Muffy's new fiance, Nicole, and I'm and I'm sure Rob fucking Hess will probably come up with a good excuse as to why he can't be here. Yeah, <laughs> and it, insane Andy Sanchez, you know, get oh, your ass to New Hampshire. Um, the chief is. Um, Considering it too, really, yeah. really. Yeah, you didn't see that? No, I didn't see it. This is working Jeez. it out. Wow, it. you'll know in a week. Okay, then we get the Caballero. Great show, great show. Hey, thank you myself. for coming. Good to have you back on, man. Yeah, it's good back. to have you back. Really. Thank you, man. You know, great yeah. show. All right, it's good to hear about your 
video expose there. Yeah. Really? Hey, the door to door. Door salesman himself. Okay, next time you hear from me, I'll be 25. <laughs> and, and as an added bonus, I, I don't tell other people what to do, but I like to tell you what I do. Every day, in the last couple months, I wake up with a grin on. I get out of bed with a smile, and I spend all day laughing at everybody and everything. So if you can join me in that, you're welcome to. And if you choose not to, It'll I'm going to keep 21 doing it. fun again. I'll be laughing at you. There you go. And then so he gets stressed. <laughs> All right, we got Dommy the Dominator. Dominator. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Glad you joined us. Glad we had the Caballero on. It's been a while. I look forward to so. getting the cigars when we play cards after. That's right. That's right. The hill hat begin his luck. Yes. Okay, this is your humble announcer, producer, Cigar Hack Dave. To the man! Ernie. And, and I will remind you of the last comment. If you're sitting at the table playing cards with the hacks and you can't figure out who the patsy is, you're the patsy. Yes. <laughs> it's Ernie. It's Ernie. <laughs> it's Ernie. Okay, thanks to the listeners and Ernie. And you Ernie. Through another one. <laughs> Our social media tag is Cigar Hacks all over the usual channels. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, until we get banned. Uh, our website, cigarhacks.com. And OnlyFans. OnlyFans starring Ernie. Ernie, yeah. <laughs> OnlyFans slash Ernie. Ernie. <laughs> hey, we gonna sign, are we going to have a sign at the airport again? No. No? Wait a minute. <laughs> I don't, we no. don't, and there better not be any teeth at the airport. <laughs> <laughs> this is for Ernie. Ernie. <laughs> okay. Send us an email, cigarhacks at cigarhacks.com. Like all of our friends, like the Ludwig and, and the Ludwig and the Page and yes and Jimmy and all our good hey, friends. Hey, a couple there. of us won uh, Haley's. Thank you very much. All right, and so uh, see you next time on the Cigar Hacks. Remember, we're just a bunch of hacks talking cigars, etc. DC, etc.